Welcome to the Indie Comics section. Join us as we take you through the pages of some of the best stories and art available in comics. We'll talk to creators, hear about their inspiration and creative process, and then we'll read their comic and discuss it together. We hope you'll join us on this journey into some incredible comics and find some new favorites along the way. Welcome to Indie Comics. It is our first episode of 2019, and we are super, super excited to be here. Um, we have got some very special guests today from Aspen Comics with a really, really new cool... New year, new comic. Yeah, really, really... Not so much new us. We're still the same old team, the same old rascals that you're used to. But we've got some really awesome guests uh, with Portal Bound from Aspen Comics. A lot of very cool stuff coming your way. We've got Mark... Roslyn? Look at me. I paused again. See, I have my last name super French, and yet I am still awful with doing last names. Mark Roslyn and okay. I get my I get my own last name wrong all that all the time. Mc, McFailure. Yeah, McFailure. Um, so if you guys would like to introduce yourselves a little bit and just tell us about, you know, who you are. Yeah, I'm Mark Roslyn. Uh, I work at Aspen. I'm a VP there. Um, I do graphic design and uh, writing as well. And I've written a few books here. Um, Broken Pieces was my first book, uh, which was like a sci-fi monster love story. And then uh, amazing. after that, I did a bubblegum run. Um, I did two uh, bubblegums, like cyberpunky stuff. And then after that, I worked on Portal Bound, which is also sci-fi. So sci-fi is kind of my thing. Got it. That's cool. Uh, what was the inspiration for, for this book? And, uh, and why, why, why Gabe? <laughs> well, i love you gabe <laughs> just as like a creative person i always was um just coming up with different concepts and different sort of pitches for different stories um so i have a folder that's literally like what's my take on a vampire story what's my take on a uh pirate story or whatever and so i had a, a pitch for a um alternate universe story an alternate earth um, and I shared it with everyone as a possible storyline and along with some other ideas and, and they uh, gravitated towards that idea. And that was like the most complicated story I had. So I was uh, yeah. having some difficulty um, sort of making things line up and Gabe just had answers for <laughs> all my problems. <laughs> so uh, just, you know, talking it through, everything was just sort of clicking. So it just made sense to bring him on as a co-writer and, and, and to continue the story there. Um, so yeah, just sort of started with like an inkling of an idea, sort of the framework and then, um, you know, all the holes that were there, Gabe, uh, fixed them. <laughs> Sweet. That's awesome. So yeah, Gabe, how did you come on board then? Uh, so overall, I mean, so I'm Gabe Carrasco. I'm, I'm an editor here at Aspen as well. Um, I, I work on pretty much every book that we've been putting out for the last couple of years. Uh, this is my first writing thing that i've ever done uh it's, it's been published uh me and mark we like I, I he's actually the one that hired me on here initially as an intern a couple of years ago and throughout the studio we're always like joking around and laughing about like pop culture stuff and everything and when i found out he's working on this book uh i, I wanted in especially because i knew it was gonna be like a team style book which are my favorite types and i'm a big sci-fi nerd as well um and yeah, I mean, it's it's it was just a lot of fun to to work on and build from the beginning all the way through the like it's it's a big learning process for me as well, the conceptualizing it, the outline, and then going through the actual story and making sure it all makes sense, especially it's such a complicated plot. I don't know if you guys read it, um, but it was tough to get that in five issues 
you know, and then actually give you a, a good ending and then still like room for more possibly. Yeah. So. Yeah, we essentially created a new world, so that was <laughs> tough to do, but also, you know, make it cool and exciting and then fit in five issues is difficult because, uh, you know, some some books go on for 12 or 20. Um, we did ours in five plus a zero. So it was uh, a lot to kind of fit in. Comics in general have, you know, limited space. So with a miniseries, you have, you know, to really make everything count. So with two writers on it, we were constantly kind of editing each other and making it a better product. Yeah. Uh, how, how much did the story change? Like when you kind of had, when you put Gabe on, like, I know you said he had answers for everything, but were there sometimes some things where you're just like, you know, the answer is probably changing that just a little bit. Like, like what, were there any like really, really big changes that were, that were kind of yeah. made? Yeah. He, uh, I think he essentially created a character or I had, I think, Maybe one uh, Riley in the book is like a, a a smart scientist girl, and I believe I had her as like it was one of the brothers or something. Yeah, it was Literally. like another character, and so she Gabe basically created her, and she solved a lot of problems um, and eliminated some other characters, so it made it more streamlined. Uh, so that was great. Uh, <clears throat> the basic framework was kind of there of what I wanted to do with with the king and the alternate Earth and uh the characters but um gabe definitely came in and sort of cleaned it up and made it a little bit more streamlined and more uh fine-tuned uh, can you think of specifically anything else you added or tweaked um I, I believe the first like the first ever outline of this it went more supernatural than sci-fi it was like a, she was a demon initially. Oh, yeah, that's kind of a big change. Yeah, that was yeah a that's a, you know, a little bit of a shift. Simple, simple <laughs> message with Eli was like a demon, and she was not not possessing him or anything, but essentially like, like we we, we initially it was brought up like the this other realm that was similar to like hell and all this other stuff, which was a cool direction. But I was like, what if this was more sci-fi than fantasy? And we kind of like went landed in the middle where. If you look at the the world of Havos in Portalbound, it's very um, it is very high tech sci fi stuff, but it isn't like Bubblegun or anything where it's like futuristic cyberpunk. There's still like a Viking element to it almost. So you still have swords, and shields, and you ride beasts and everything. And there's there's a a, a monarchy essentially. <clears throat> That's not like flying through space with lasers and everything. <laughs> it's a mix nice. of old and new. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. What? Yeah. What's your like? You know shorthand description of what this comic is about for a lot of, you know, a lot of our listeners are kind of figuring out what comics they might want to read. For really and we, slow listeners like me. We we want them <laughs> to pick up yours. So what's kind of your, you know, personal elevator pitch for it? Don't use any words bigger than seven letters, please, Gabe. <laughs> That's for Tyler personally. Thank you. Let's um, uh, see. So the, uh, I haven't pitched this in a minute. You guys got it right after con season. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's a story about there's an alternate world that exists where everyone on earth has an alternate. That's already confusing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and they're in peril. So it's up to this uh, teenage warrior princess from that world to come to earth and find aid in a nerdy weak boy. <laughs> and they find out that they both need each other to, to ward off the threat. Essentially. That's the actual, like, that's a plot. really good succinct description check you out i like it it's almost like you you know sell this comic <laughs> to people all the time <laughs> are you a salesman sir but yeah <laughs> okay all right jeff 
All right, if you guys had to nail it down, what do you both love most about the comic? First, Mark, and then you, Gabe. About Portobello specifically? Yeah, yeah. What what do you what sure. what do you love most about it? Uh, well, with Portal Bound, with me personally, was sort of building it from from nothing um, and making this teenage boy who sees himself as just this normal kid go to this other Earth that's pretty fantastical, where essentially his counterpart is a princess and lives and is like a warrior and way cooler than he is. And <laughs> <laughs> by the end of the story he basically realizes that uh you know he's he's a worthy warrior as well spoiler um, alert nice. i like that <laughs> i like that Ooh. <laughs> what about you gabe what's your favorite part so what i had the most fun working on for the most part was the dialogue and the relationship between the characters mm -hmm. so like even though it's really fun to see, there's like uh, six really distinct panels of uh, exact side shot of Sybil and Eli just fighting each other and yelling at each other, which is a lot of fun to write. <laughs> um, the relationship between Eli and Riley was really fun because there's like we try to put a little bit of, of romance in there, but not overwhelming and not like to take over the plot or anything. Yeah. Brett was a really fun character to write with all of his like smart ass remarks and like <laughs> uh, our, our like gangster thug type character, you know, because he's super street. And then, um, we, we, we even try to make it so like there's a scene where when Eli and Riley take off away from the rest of the group, you have Brett talking to Sybil. You know what I mean? Like, so we try to get every character okay. to interact with each other, even though they might not have like as much chemistry <clears throat> with each other. Um, and that was a lot of fun for me. Just like the, after I turned in the script for Mark to, to, to check out, um, he's like, there's like way too much dialogue on this. <laughs> <laughs> I had way too much fun with all like the the back and forths and everything, you know. That's so. that's perfect though. So yeah. yeah. That's and I feel like that's always like a fun challenge for a writer too is to take your characters and just kind of mix them up and put them in situations that maybe are a little unexpected or yeah. you know, dynamics that are a little different and maybe they're not always comfortable or easy, but that's what makes it interesting and, Every, and engaging. Everybody wants a monologue. <laughs> it's, just, it's just do you have the space for it? <laughs> yeah, there was times where we would write dialogue and have like three answers or three different like uh, yeah what's to the joke and then yeah. we, we had to decide which one was better like who's who's had the better line different yeah. punchline <laughs> what was it like working together i mean have you worked on you know a lot of comics as you know partnerships rather than just kind of doing it on your own like we talked about you know how you kind of made each other better and, and work together on it but you know were there challenges to that and and you know how do you think it it really helped you both become better writers maybe if it did. What just happened? <laughs> well, one of the great things is that we do uh, see each other uh, almost every day. <laughs> so <laughs> it kind of, we already had a good like rapport with each other. So um, if you were co-writing with someone else that, you know, you only see once a week or so, it might be tough, but we yeah. were actually able to, to, you know, go on our lunch break and, and talk story <laughs> and everything. There's, there's a running joke at the studio that, like, whenever we're working on Portal Bound, there's a Chipotle, like, a block from the studio. <laughs> and me and Mark go to Chipotle, <laughs> at, like, twice a week just to chat about <laughs> the plot for, like, a couple hours. That's amazing. Like, this, this comic was built on Chipotle chicken. <laughs> right? Much, yeah. Portal Bound, sponsored by Chipotle. Wow. That, would be, that would be amazing. <laughs> like, What's the, the Chipotle like in the other world? Huge thanks to Chipotle from, from Aspen Comics of Portal Bound. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Free comic. I know we, we worked well together. I think um, you know, for the most part, like uh 
you know, he would work on something and give it to me and then I would work on it and give it back to him. And it was actually, in a way, it was almost more work because we, yeah. Were, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were constantly kind of going over each other's things. But I, I think at the end, it made it uh, a stronger book than if we had written it separately. Absolutely. So, uh, so folks listening, and uh, if you want to write a good story, go to Chipotle every day. Um, <laughs> all righty. <laughs> okay well i kind of that kind of leads us uh toward our next line of questioning here because you kind of delved into yourselves a little bit so what i want to know is who are your literary and or artistic influences now for this one any of you guys can go first this time <laughs> he's leaving dealer's choice guys i will i will we'll, we'll, we'll allow it <laughs> <laughs> i'll allow it uh well i mean who, who like who got me into comics in general and like really taking plots apart and everything is Jeff Johns. Yes. Um, okay. I mean, I've I've like loved his stuff since. It's my favorite. Like I started going to the comic shop every week, um, and then so like as far as writing a plot is concerned and making sure it's like airtight mm -hmm. as as much as possible, like his stuff is amazing. What's your favorite um, Jeff Johns comic? If you oh he hates one? Green Lantern. Gabe oh, okay. hates Green I, Lantern. I don't know if you see the video, but I'm literally wearing my my Green Lantern <laughs> ring right now. <laughs> my hero. <laughs> Oh, so that's what I saw gleaming in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, it's kind of like team style book. Like I'm a big yeah. fan of like uh, I see like Teen Titans and uh, oh, there you go. <laughs> I might get like crap for this, but My Little Pony is really yeah. good when it comes to like character development and putting them together and like in an actual situation. Like if you look at it from like an actual writing perspective, right? Uh, the way that they add a conflict and then have each one of their unique characteristics help to solve the problem, yeah. you can copy paste that into another story, and it, it works really brilliantly. Yeah. That's actually all of your uh, stories, right? It's I, just I, My I Little Pony plots with the names changed. Yeah, I don't have hate for for My Little Pony. I'm good on them, man. <laughs> Proud, you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, um, I watch your, I, what, I watch Dragon Ball Z over and over what, and over do you again. Have, so what, what, what would your My Little Pony name be? If oh, I don't know. have one of those. <laughs> you got to think about that. It's important. Show. You got it's I, important. I didn't go into like the fandom that deep. <laughs> He's got all, a lot of My Little Pony fan fiction out there. You've yeah. just got to search deep enough. Backed him into a corner now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm thinking like G Gabble Rock or Gable Rock. Ooh. I like it. There you, you go. <laughs> that is your gift for the day from Tyler. And no, a that's big awesome. Influence on the book for both of us because uh, it was coming out at the same time, kind of was Troll Hunters, like mm. that kind of like. Yeah. Oh yeah. Of like uh like feel and the way that the characters mm. kind of react to each other and yeah like all the style kind of a little bit too um we were just big fans of that and then like we were almost cursing the tv because we were like oh man <laughs> 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 that's amazing oh my god all right uh uh i mean do you have anyone else you want to mention Sorry, um, before i cut you off <laughs> oh here we go not specifically no what about uh, like oh, even oh. sci-fi influences to you said so you you know moved it more in a sci-fi direction were there any particular things that kind of inspired you from there i mean to sound super cliche star wars like as they keep coming out and everything <laughs> well, I, i've never I, heard of those movies i love that well. stuff um and then like i, I think when it comes to sci-fi green lantern both the animated series the actual yes. like yes. every spinoff of the comic um like I, I, I'm, I'd be an amazing editor for Green Lantern. <laughs> like, I just have all of this is his pitch. In my head Do you see comics? Times. Are you listening? <laughs> Gabe and I have had like a 30 minute conversation as to like why the Green Lantern animated series is one of the best animated series yeah. out there. And we've talked about like how we would have continued since it got oh, yeah. wrongfully canceled. 
We, we need a whole other podcast for that, though, dude. Oh, we really should. Oh, my God. Coming soon to Green Lantern. Green, Green Lantern Corp, uh, you know, wreck up crew, crew. I can't talk. <laughs> You're out of the core. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out of this. I'm out. Of, yeah, I'll That's be. That's awesome. I'll be Nort. <laughs> Well, to transition from Gabe's answer, uh, <laughs> I, like, <laughs> I like Peter Tomasi a lot. From, oh, yes. uh, there we go. Yes, yeah. very okay. cool. He, like, he wrote Green Lantern Corps for a bit yep, and yep, yep. Um, Batman and Robin. Um, so I, I enjoy his work quite That's a bit. Awesome. And then uh, I read a lot as well. So Brian K. Vaughn and, yeah. and uh, Rick Raymander and Jason Aaron, those are all sort of people I really like. Um, uh, I would say Bendis was almost a little bit of an influence on this book as well with, yeah, with sort of the dialogue and, and the character mm. development a little bit. Um, so, you know, we read quite a few books, so it's kind of hard to say, <laughs> you know, we have our favorites and, and guys we like. And I, I would I would attribute, you know, these these creators to kind of shaping how how we write and, and what direction we kind of took our characters. Yeah. Yeah. The Absolutely. pantheon behind Portal you Bound. Definitely mentioned some of my favorite writers too. Like Jason Aaron's Wolverine and the X Men is like one of my favorite Wolverine stories because it's got a lot of heart. And I think that's something that I think Portal Bound brings to the table too. And then that seems to be really important to you guys too is that storytelling. And for me, I always say this on indie comics, but like I, I really care about story and like what are people getting out of a comic and what are you leaving it with um, that it's more than just, you know, entertainment or a little yeah. bit of an escape or whatever. But like what is what's the message that you wanted to leave with your audience from this comic? And especially, you know, because it is a limited run and because it is, you know, a beginning, middle end and hopefully more. But, um, you know, is there an audience that you write for and is there, you know, a message you wanted them to take away from it? Me, I write for myself. <laughs> <laughs> the most important audience of all. Absolutely. I, I mean, like, I honestly, like, I was talking to Mark about Portalbound earlier because of the the interview today and everything. But I was telling him, like, I reread it just to make sure that we're all like, like, I remember everything because <laughs> came out. And I I told him it's similar to like watching one of your like favorite movies over really quick. You know what yeah. I mean? Because like I just remember all the times of not only like reading it but also when I was writing it, and um. So like, the way so the point of that he, he responded with basically like yeah if you write for yourself that's that's what's like important hopefully people will like it as well, so I think that kind of like sums that up too with I really enjoyed it and it's something that I would want to read even though I didn't write it like if I if I wouldn't have written it does that make sense? Yeah, completely. Yeah. Makes sense to me. I like it. <clears throat> yeah, it turned out Gabe really likes uh, like snarky characters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who what? Thought? I would have never thought that about Gabe. I know, right? <laughs> So one of our uh, funny problems with this book was uh, <laughs> the one of the main characters, Sybil. She uh, comes off snarky and kind of kind of a jerk in a way, and we're like, <laughs> oh, you can't like the main character can't be an an asshole. So, but Gabe kept giving her like these or really like jerk lines, but it was really funny. So it was uh, <laughs> you know he was writing what he likes and what he knows. Uh, it, but we made it work. We made it so you know. You write what you, you write what you know, and what you know is destroying people's dreams. Yeah. <laughs> I try to just channel myself into Sybil, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, well, I, I really like though that these characters kind of um, are relatable. I guess. Yeah. yeah. The, you know, and, and that's kind of who we're writing it for. Was sort of our younger selves, I guess, with, yeah. you know, growing up being a teenager and, 
and not every teenager is the same. Like there's some nerdy kids and there's some, you know, not so nerdy kids. There's the sport or warrior people, you know? Yeah. And then basically, you know, to take away from it was that, you know, everyone's a hero in their own way. You know, Spider-Verse kind of uh, did it very well. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, with that, like everyone's a hero. You just sort of have to, you know, believe in yourself in a way. And that's kind of what we wanted to put in this book is, you know, Eli is is like this loser ish person. He sees himself, but then he realizes, you know, no, I'm not kind of. So um, we're hoping, you know, everyone that picks up this book kind of can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Is there something that like particularly kind of called to you from that like coming of age story? element which that was a shout out to uh spider-man enter the spider-verse y'all if you have not seen it drop everything and go watch it it's incredible <laughs> go PSA watch it over go watch it and read portal bound at the exact same time it's amazing maybe <laughs> do one and then the other <laughs> dealer's choice which one first but do them both but um yeah like 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 what about the coming of age story really attracted you to this and made you want to write in that you know period of life Oh, that's a tough one. Um, <laughs> I think it's just generally like Mark had mentioned about the journey itself. Cause like, I mean, obviously in the story, Eli, like his, his message is pretty clear cut. Like where he, anyone can be a hero. Um, you know, you might be like a coward or whatever, but if you, you can like, you know, pull your, your, your pants up and like go, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Put yeah. your but, big boy pants on, get out of the house, go save the world. Normal stuff. <laughs> But with Sybils, it's almost like the opposite, where she mm. felt like a loner. You know mm. what I mean? Like even though it looked on the surface like she had all of her shit together, um, and she didn't need anybody, she eventually like needed the team. You know what I mean? And like she 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 found out she found out that she can't do everything on her own, basically. <laughs> and and a funny thing about this story is that there's Eli and Sybil, but they're essentially the same person. They're just yeah. the parallel on two different Earths. So Sybil is technically like him, just a heightened um, uh, personality, the opposite spectrum. Yeah. Like a well, yin -yang. spoiler alert. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, man. you know, there's a little of that in everyone, I guess. With yeah. These well, and I like that concept of like the yin and the yang, too, because it is, it's like it's it's her realizing that she can ask for help and him realizing that he can offer help. And I think that's a really wonderful yeah, yeah, kind of exactly. balance. And it's it's something that, you know, in any kind of relationship, whether it's a friendship or romantic relationship or whatever, this is my relationship yeah. corner with Maddie. But like, yep. I, I always have this rule of like, you should be making each other better people. It's the one thing that should always be true. And I, I love that, you know, your characters find that in each other and, and improve and, and come together. And that's really, really beautiful. Yeah. Unlike me, where I just do everything and I, I hate asking people for, for stuff because I don't want them to feel bad. Which is part of the emotional growth. I know. Read the comic Which I'm and you will on. be inspired to be vulnerable. So we, we wrote Portal Bound for Tyler. Thank you. <laughs> I knew it. He was the Finally. audience that you had in this mind. This was a self-help book I've been, I've been waiting for. No, Mom and Dad, I swear. This is really helpful. Um, awesome. Not, not the comic he needs, but the comic he deserves. Exactly. <laughs> Alrighty, well, well, now that we got you guys on a like on, on, a, on a high note, let's um, let's <laughs> let's, let's just tear you right back down. Let's tear, let's just tear everything down. <laughs> so this this question, as we say, I think almost every single episode, it's brought to you by oh my god, not for his name, um, uh, Williamson, Josh Williamson, Josh Williamson, uh, who who wrote the flat, uh, who was writing Flash for a while, and he's awesome. 
uh, has suggested that we should ask everybody this question. And so we do. What is, you know, so we have all had great reviews. What is the worst? All of the reviews for this comic, obviously, are great. But what is the worst review you've ever gotten? Other than from Tyler. Yeah, but besides from me, Gabe, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, To be, okay, this actually might be worse than a bad review. I don't think we got too many reviews for this comic. (laughs) 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 It was, I mean, I I got a couple of them and I saved them on my computer, um, but nothing stuck out like crazy bad or anything. But then after issue like three, I kind of couldn't really find much anymore, which is kind of like, I would say is worse (laughs) than a bad review. So everybody go read it and write reviews, send them to us. We will pass them Only good stuff. Have more uh, under his belt, though. Anything? Yeah, uh, I would say. Um, I mean, this is kind of tough to reveal, <laughs> I guess. But <Uh-oh. laughs> the, one of the one of the hard things I struggle with, I guess, with writing comics is to to show more than tell. Because hmm. um, with the comic, you know, it's a visual media, and you yeah. want. Uh, you know, like it's it's tough because you want to fill, you want to write words because you're a writer, but you also want the artist to show off like the visual as well. So there's that balance of like, absolutely, do I delete this word and you know this this balloon or do it? Does it need it or whatever? Um, so I would say you know I I struggle on issue to issue basis where where you know sometimes I I like a review would be like you know here they they said too much or whatever. And I was like, dang it. I, you know, it's right. You know, you're right. Looking back on it, I should have, you know, deleted that or whatever. Uh, See, so usually with this question, we get a lot of like, well, this jerk said whatever. And it's usually completely <laughs> ridiculous because your comics are amazing. But like, that's a really good point of like, sometimes, you know, getting bad reviews can make you better and can make you think about it. And especially with comics, it is a tough medium because you have to find that balance. And, you know, I think it's an ongoing journey. So yeah, sometimes yeah. when you're right, you get so focused in on what you're doing yeah. that you, you need to, you know, step back and and reevaluate things. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Which kind of leads me into my question right now, and this is directed to you both. But um, when it comes to writing, how do you go about uh, dealing with uh, writers or artist block? In your case, writers block. Ooh, that's good. You know what? I I read. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I I read other comics. I gotta you know get into the groove of like something I enjoy, you know. And then I'm like, yeah. Oh, this is great. This is great. And it kind of gets the juices flowing. And I'm like, ah, you know, maybe I can write something like this or better than this or whatever. And then I, you know, put down whatever I'm reading and try and start writing. Oh, that's great. And, and you know, sometimes it works, and sometimes you know it comes out garbage the next day or whatever. <laughs> you reread it. But at least you wrote something. That's yeah. the important yeah. part. Yeah, you just kind of got to push through. So I feel like you know, um, reading a, a book or series that you enjoy helps you kind of get in the right, the right mood. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, perfect. All right, what about uh, you, Gabe? For me, so I, I also do that. I, I'll, I'll revisit like a, a series or a book or a soundtrack or a movie that I really enjoyed. <laughs> what, what kind of what I like about it, but another thing I'll do is like because uh, what I've learned is helpful when it comes to a, a miniseries like this is have an overall outline, so you know what's going to happen yeah. at the end in the middle. It's not like uh, like oh and then uh, this happens. So because of that, I can just jump on my on a word document and like well let me write I, can, I don't know how to get from A to B. Mm-hmm. Let me just write B. All right, cool. Our characters are now in the climax. And they're about to fight the bad guy. Like, what well, what happens? And then <laughs> if I get like a cool idea for like, and then she pulls up this, I don't know, like special gem or sword or whatever. 
I'm like, oh, that's super cool. I can go back to where I was blocked and have to like, okay, now I got to get her. I got to get that sword or gem or whatever in her hand. Yeah. So kind of follow your your passion and what you're being called to write and then go from there. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, just make sure it all kind of lines up. That's awesome. And, And that's actually really like one of my favorite things in fiction and stuff is when like it looks like something was planned from the beginning. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if you have like this super small little like Easter egg type thing at the end, you could reference it in like issue two or something. And it looks like it looks like we're good writers. Like we thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's a sign that you are gotcha. good all part of the plan. Exactly. <laughs> Gabe, awesome. You're the best writer I've ever seen. Oh, thanks, Tyler. <laughs> wow. What a, what a soft you, and tender moment. Um, <laughs> uh, you're, you're, you make my day bright. What can uh, and, 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 and and my night's darker. Okay, all right, that, that uh, took a turn. I'm not, I'm not sure about that. I was, trying, I was trying. I was trying to make like like an oath, like like the Green Lantern oath. Okay, kind of like all right. That was you know not your finest moment, black but is, like you know. Wait, it was brightest the day and blackest night. Oh, I, I should. I doesn't matter. No, it's I already in brightest failed. day and blackest night. Yeah, I got it. Tyler yeah, I got, should. I got what's going on. Wait, wait. Thank you. I'm, I'm getting the feeling. You guys, in brightest day and in blackest night, Tyler yeah. should escape our sight. <laughs> yeah, Tyler should just stop talking. I will rewrite it. It'll be fine. Um, so, what you know? Speaking of writing, what are you guys working on now? What can we expect next from you? Uh, we are crafting a new story together it's still in its early stages um we aren't sure how exactly we're going to release it um you know it might be a webcomic it might be a an aspen book it might be an image book it might be a kickstarter we're still uh you know not worrying about that right now we're just sort (laughs) of uh like you said earlier we're working on our outline and making it as tight as possible um, because our, our days are sometimes hectic. So if our outline is, is as tight as it can be, then we can, you know, like Gabe just said, we can jump in and start writing, you know, what scenes we like the most. Um, so we are working on a book. It's sci-fi ish. Um, <laughs> uh, it's a little loony, which is why, yeah. <laughs> which is why we're not sure, um, you know, where it's going to be published because of the, it's a, it's a, it's pretty far out there. I, we don't want to say too much about it because yeah. it's kind of in, yeah. in its infancy. Can, can, um, can you answer one question though? Sure. Will, will there be a cynical character that that reminds me of of Gabe? <laughs> you know it. <laughs> will it be written directly for Tyler to help him through his life's journey? Yeah, and that, and that too. <laughs> this is something that yes, I can... write Tyler into it yeah, too. Please, somewhere. you know, please keep him in your hearts, guys. He needs a lot of help. Just put like just put like a writer's note and be like Tyler, please keep these words at heart. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That sounds really cool. And usually, the stuff that's the zaniest and the most off the wall and the most unique is the coolest. So yeah. we look forward to it. Sweet. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, we we you know if you like Portalbound, uh, it's in a similar vein, and and hopefully it's it's you know we've we've just added to it and made it bigger and better. But uh, at least like it'll be in the same. Um, you know, if you like this, you'll like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Portalbound universe. Right. <laughs> Would you guys ever go back to Portalbound? 
Uh, we would love to. We did have some notes for Volume 2. We... I have so many more documents. <laughs> what happened in Volume 2? G- yeah. G- Gabe showed me like 16 <laughs> volumes worth of stuff. So. <laughs> Huge epic that, that rivals Superman. <laughs> Someday people have... will be on a vidcast or whatever they'll be called in the future and they'll be like, well, just Portal Bound was so influential on you know my life and my comic career. I have 3,000 issues in my mind right now. <laughs> That is awesome. Well, the very last issue even hints towards, uh, you know, there's more story to tell. Yeah. So uh, we would love to revisit it if the opportunity arrives. Yeah. Well, I hope it does. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. Yeah. And thank you, listeners, for listening. Uh, you can check out our other podcasts on iTunes and all podcast apps. We're on Spotify. We are also on Spotify. And please rate, review, subscribe. Let us know what you think. Give us review. Portal Bound needs more reviews. Let us know what you think of the comic. Let I us know right now. what you think of the podcast. I give it A plus for friendship. Wow, that's beautiful. <laughs> Let us know what you think of the podcast. You know, if Tyler wasn't on it, you know, five stars, like whatever, you know, you're feeling. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Our yep. website is thegrandgeekgathering.com. And you can visit us there for articles, videos, and more. You can stay updated on our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and we stream on Twitch. I've been, stri- I've been streaming. I have not he been has failing. Been streaming. <laughs> he has not been McFailing, guys. Nope. Check it not out. This time. Keep updated. Our intro is provided by Cranston, and you can buy Portal Bound from Aspen Comics at your local comic book store. Ask them to order it. You can go online, check it out, and come and join the gathering. Have a great week and G G G. That was um, beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say something really clever, but I forgot what it was. Uh, because he never thought about it.